Hey everybody, this is Tim Sutton with A New Perspective. I appreciate you joining in uh, to listen to some uh, good information about some amazing people. Uh, if you're not familiar, I am a law enforcement officer in Virginia and I do a lot of work with individuals who have disabilities, um, children, adults, uh, whether it's autism, other developmental disabilities, Alzheimer's, dementia. But I try to spotlight some people uh, who have lived the journey of the disabilities and have done some amazing things. and. This week's a little bit different. Um, I'll tell you, a year ago today was my first actual show that I did. And um, young man ended up being my engineer to help put the show together. And we've worked together on and off since uh, a year ago. And now he's primarily my producer who's doing uh, all the work behind the scenes. But I felt like, you know, at some point he needs to be out in front and not just behind the scenes. And I, I want people to meet him and understand who he is and what he does and, and just some special aspects of him. His name is Anthony Griffo and uh, he's in New York and uh, we've become real good friends. And I've just, he's helped me along this journey, figure out what I'm doing and, and really reinforces the, the, the reason why I do what I do. And I'm a pr I appreciate having him here. But again, today is the one year anniversary of my first, very first show. And he was instrumental in it. And, um, I just want to bring him on to show some things and have him tell some stuff about him and his company that he has. And you will probably be amazed to find out he's only 17 years old uh, and he's way beyond anything I would have ever accomplished at 17 years old. So, yeah, I'd like to introduce everybody to Anthony Griffo. Hey, Tim, how are you? I'm doing just fine, Anthony. I appreciate you coming on and I uh, appreciate everything you've done over the past year to help me get this information out and, I think one of the coolest things is you you understand uh, the reason behind what I do. And I just appreciate all your help and all your support over the past year. Thank you. Yeah. And you do great work, too, with a better understanding. Well, let me um, I want I want people to learn a little bit about it. you're 17 years old and you actually have your own production company. Mm -hmm. And how when 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 did that all start? what age were you when you actually realized, you know, this is what I want to do and this is the direction I want to head. So, yeah, I started actually working in this industry in, at 15. So I was, um, I just recorded for like friends, family, and we, they had like shows on YouTube and stuff, but I never realized it was a company until I realized it was a company because right. I was just like, I just kept getting hired and hired and hired. And I'm like, maybe I could start a YouTube channel with this. So right. I started a YouTube channel and then I'm like, wait a minute, this is a company, not a YouTube channel anymore. Right. Cause then I started getting paid. And then from there I created my website, which actually launched about a year ago, I would say, because I started launching it right after your show, I believe. 
Right. Um, here is my website. I'm going to pull it up for you guys to see. And yeah, if you I guys see that. If you guys are interested, you could go on www.griffoproductions.com. I'll type it in a chat here too, so you can see okay. it. Um. So if you would like, you could read my bio is here, and then here are all my shows. These are the companies I'm in collaboration with. Here are some testimonials. Um, this is just my website where to contact me. And you could go through each page to view all my work. Okay. Um, and yes, that is my website. Once again, that's griffoproductions.com. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Well, how many, I mean, how many shows are you doing besides mine? How, how many do you have actually well, out there now? So including yours, it's seven. I produce seven shows, but one show does t three times a week now. So now wow. it's technically nine. Um, it normally is eight because she, she used to do two, but now we're going to do three starting this okay. week. Um, but yeah, so that's that's fun. <laughs> so what kind of topics uh, are some of those shows and in case some of the viewers want to check them out and learn something something new? So, yeah, so the Courtney Turner podcast is basically about um, politics and the the average lifestyle, like with working out and stuff. She has a lot of health videos um, and it's just regular conversations, just like what you have. But she goes really in depth. Um, OK, your show, obviously, I'm sure people know about it. Um, I hope so. <laughs> Um, it's your shows about the disability world and all that. Um, home health and spirit is about essential oils and her okay. son is actually autistic. So she, she shows a lot of times how she uses essential oils to calm her son down. Oh, okay. Um, and reminiscing with Gene Napoli, we haven't had an episode with him in for a while, but he, used to go back into the past and interview uh big time guests from the oh okay back in the day with the doo-wop artists all right. big time artists hmm. yeah there's and i have a bunch of two other podcasts on there that you right can right so it's a wide variety of things it's nothing yeah. everything is not yeah. actually tied together but and i have know. an allergy podcast too that i help edit um and they talk about allergy awareness, and I'm actually a part of the magazine. I'm the director of operations for them. And you actually have dealt, you deal with food allergies yourself? Mm -hmm. Yep. I have a severe allergy to Trina's. So, wow. Yeah. So who, was that your idea to start that, or did you no, somebody else? No, no. So that? I actually joined, my cousin introduced me to this company called FAIR. I don't know. They are a nonprofit organization. They're very well known. Um, they're nationwide. They might be uh, worldwide too, but I know okay. they're around the U.S. Um, but they have this program called TAG, which is Teen Advisory Group. And mm -hmm. I joined the Teen Advisory Group for my cousin because he's a part of the, the uh, bigger group. Oh, okay. So I joined the teen advisory group and I saw that there was a project called Just Allergy Things and I was interested. 
And so oh. I was talking to my friend Dana about it, which is the she's the owner of it. And I was oh, talking okay. to her at the time and she asked me to join. So I joined and down the line, I become the director of operations. Oh, wow. So And so you've got the podcast. When does that podcast air typically? So we don't really have a weekly um, okay. show. We really just do whenever. Oh, okay. This summer, we are going to try to do weekly and do one every Friday or something. Gotcha. Um, but because we're all teens, it is kind of hard. Yeah. To get all of us together with school and everything. So, right. That's what I find impressive with school and everything. You're still able to do all of this. Yeah. uh, So, you've also, you got the podcast, but you also have the magazine, Just Allergy Things, the Mm -hmm. magazine. So, yeah. So, the Just Allergy Thing magazine is basically a food allergy magazine uh, directed to our teens, but it also is for adults too. Okay. Um, If you go on that website, you could read articles from teenagers about their experiences and how they deal with food allergies. I'm going to try to pull up the website, but for some reason it's not loading. Is it actually um, a hard, is a hard copy magazine or is it internet magazine? No, it's, it's all digital. Okay. So it is free, completely free. Um, we do ask if you could listen to some episodes, like if right. you're, if you're not doing anything, cause that does help us. Okay. Um, yeah, if you look right up on Google, just out. Yeah, I'd love to know how people can get in touch and, and maybe catch up on some of those things. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really great. It's a great cause, too, because right. compared to someone like me, like most people in the world do have food allergies, whether it's bad or not, but some have it really bad. Right. Like we were talking to this one person on an allergy magazine she has a really crazy story her name is the allergy chef and she has to wear a mask sometimes like she can't like like she has great stories so definitely listen to that podcast i believe that was the most recent one well i think a lot of people are dealing with that but they don't know where to go to get information so you know Mm -hmm. you may have some bit of information that people need to hear yeah and uh we definitely want to make sure people know about it and have access to it um, yeah, for some reason it's not pulling up. I'll put the link in the um, description of the video when we start. All right. Do you have any, Do you have any thoughts or or ideas on why, you know, twenty thirty years ago we didn't seem to hear about food allergies all that much, but why it's it's such a big thing these days? Honestly, I think it's because that we found out there's more of us out there. Right. There's more more people with the food allergies. Like back then. You just ate whatever was handed to you on the plate. Right. You know, like if you if you guys listen to the just that, the podcast that I was telling you about with the allergy chef, she actually goes really in depth with it. She'll talk about how her childhood was with it. Right. Um, and how her childhood affected her going to school and all that. So. Oh, OK. Yeah. She really goes deep into that. OK. Well, that's interesting. Well, hopefully everybody can check it out. I guess they can Google. They could probably Google. Google yeah, if you, just, and... if you just Google just allergy things and if you also just Google Griffo Productions, right. I have the magazine linked up to my website. Okay. So you could see it there. But just allergy things, that's how you spell it. Um, and you could just write dot com and it'll pop up right away. Okay, cool. Well, you got, um, I think you had a picture showing, I think you said it was six months you actually had open heart surgery. 
and uh, yeah. had dealt with some medical issues. And I think you and I, through our discussions, you had mentioned the uh, ADHD and possibly dyslexia. How how has that come into play in your world and what and what you're trying to do? So yeah, so I was diagnosed with um, open heart surgery when I was six, only six months old. Believe it or not, we actually had the surgery on Valentine's Day. Oh wow! Which is also my half birthday. Oh okay. So, um, yeah. So my mom chose that day specifically because it's Day of Hearts. Um, wow. So it, it was either that or like sometime in the summer, and she wanted right. to choose that day. So, um, so it was on Valentine's day and like I had a hole in my heart. The doctor saw it. Everything ended up fine. However, due to that, we believe that, um, I, the reason I have ADHD is because of that. Oh, okay. Um, we don't, we don't know for sure, but right. we believe that's one of the causes. Um, but yeah, I was diagnosed with ADHD, I believe around fourth grade. Cause I, I'm a special ed student. I don't know if you knew that, but I am a special ed student oh, okay. at my high school. And the first time I was in special ed was for third grade. Okay. So I believe it was around there when we figured it out. So ever since then, I've been in special ed classes. What That's helped, what helped them figure that out? Were there any particular behaviors or issues that made them so they saw, yeah, they saw that I was struggling in a class and that I couldn't do math properly and it was hard for me to focus. Right. Um, because the teacher, the teachers were really great. Right. There were one te couple of teachers I had here and then that didn't treat me the way how a regular student right. should be treated. And I still have those teachers today. Right. Um, they believe some teachers believe, oh. You're a special ed student. Be treated like special ed. No, that's not how it works. Right. So that's that's one of the things that is frustrating. Um, but I'm sure a lot of people do deal with it because I know a lot of people deal with it in my school. Because, yeah. like, it's it, it's hard because the teachers, they're main for special ed, but sometimes they forget that right. we're still humans. Right. You know. And like people like me, I might not be a quote unquote special ed student. Right. I'm just a student with a disability and learning problems. Some students with special ed are struggling and do need the extra help in the regular day to day life. Yeah. So they, they have trouble putting that together sometimes, I do feel like. Well, you may have challenges in certain areas, but I mean, mm -hmm. You, you've got your own production company at 17 years old. So there yeah. it's, and I always talk about not disabilities, but different abilities, which I may start saying different abilities because you have some amazing abilities, but you know, you may struggle in certain areas. And I think all of us have that, you mm -hmm. know, some of us are good in math and, yeah. you know, can't ha have a rough time with grammar and writing yeah. and then other people can write up a storm, but math just, it, it, it's a problem for them trying to work through some problems. So I don't yeah. really see that as, you know, what you're dealing with and what you've dealt with is any different than anybody else. It might just be on a different scale. Yeah. I agree with that. Wow. Yeah. And well, make sure like if you're like my age or someone, you, don't be afraid to reach out like right. to your school. Like I know I have a really great 
school districts. So they were really good with it. And I know some school districts, excuse me, some school districts are not good at all. Right. With this type of stuff. I know mine was really like they wanted me in this program. Right. And that was a good thing. Um, but don't feel afraid to reach out. Like if you're able to and you're not afraid to, don't be. Like right. just just send an email if you're afraid to talk to them in person. I do that all the time. Right. Well, and that's what they need to realize your your strengths and be able to work with you. And that the goal should be no matter what to try to make you succeed or help you succeed. And you know, that's part of why I want you wanted you here today, just to share share about you and your story and, and everything you're capable of doing. Cause you know, I, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't even be on screen. Uh, I wouldn't know where to start, how to go about doing all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you may have ADHD. Okay. But look at what you've accomplished over those years. And mm-hmm. I mean, you actually, you you got into college. I did. I'm going to Quinnipiac in t- 2022 fall. So what do you, what do you hope to accomplish through your college? Where, where do you want to head? So my hope is just to graduate. Oh, okay. That's my hope right now. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had that hope many times. and I'm, I'm I'll, see, I'll see where the world takes me. My actual high school essay for my college essay was, the title literally was, Everything Happens for a Reason. That's what I stand by, and that's what I think everyone should stand by. Right. Because with that term, it basically means you can't push yourself to do it. It'll happen by itself. Right. Me going to Quinnipiac, like me uh, applying, just happened. I just heard about it. And I'm like, hmm, might as well I'll apply. Right. That wasn't even a top school. I wanted to stay home. I wanted to stay local. I didn't want to go anywhere. But once I saw this school, I stepped out. I'm like, okay, maybe I should leave Long Island. I right. like this, you know. So, and it's not too far from home, too. So it was right. nice. It's nice to get out of my comfort zone a little. Yeah, and that's what you, sometimes those doors open. But I, I, if you don't, if you don't have enough nerve or courage to go through those doors, what's the point? They can open mm-hmm. all day long, but you've got to take that step, right. take that leap of faith. And like you said, things happen for a reason. That door opened for a reason, mm-hmm. and you're going to try to take advantage of it as best as you can. And I, I don't have any doubt. No matter what you do, you're going to be successful at it. So, and like at the time, like a year ago today, like it just so happened that I was your producer. And look at it later, a year ago yeah. later, you know, oh, yeah. like it's, we just, I just threw your, throughout your job because someone told me you're looking for someone. And I yeah. said, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, a, you know, like I said, I mean, it's ironic that we're having this show today. Mm-hmm. Having been a one year anniversary, May 3rd. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Well, you yeah. do, you do a lot of, I don't know if you want to call it charity or. Um, yeah charity type work tell us some about that i know you you collect toys at christmas and, and you're trying yeah, to help so, many groups tell me about them so yeah so one day after um, i would say a couple of years ago i just decided i'm like because i was always the worker person i always wanted to work i don't know right. if you can tell now uh, <laughs> but i was always the type to work and i always wanted to work but when i was 13, 12, I couldn't, you know? Right. So I always worked at a summer camp. Like I was a camp counselor there at 12, 13. That was great because that gave me the ability to work. But I also wanted to do my own thing on top of that. I always wanted to do my own thing. 
So Sorry. then I just happened to be at John Thiessen's one day, and he is in Wonton, New York, um, yeah. right on Wonton Avenue. And I met him one day, and I, I said to him, I'm like, what could I do to help you? He's like, do whatever you want. Hmm. Basically, that's what he said to me. And then he's like, and then I remember his story, how he went out. Like in his house, you could look up pictures online. His house, front yard was all toys, like when he first started, because oh, he wow. didn't have a storefront like he does now. Oh, okay. Um, but his front yard was filled with toys. So I'm like, maybe I could do something like that with my box. So what I decided to do was go around each um, each block. I did about four blocks around mm -hmm. my house, and I put the a sheet of paper telling how to donate, when to donate. And later on, a couple weeks later, I see almost every house had a toy in front of their... Oh, wow. In front of their property. So this was my living room. There you go. <laughs> this was 2020 during the pandemic. Right. Um, and I still did it during everything. I just wore gloves when right. I was delivering the toys and stuff. Um, I still did it this year. We we get a lot each year. I think this might have been... I don't know if this was our most amount. Each year, we, we always get a crazy amount. I think we counted right. $4,000 in total. Goodness um, gracious. Yeah, and I got... This year, I got 2000 just in cash and checks. Like, this wow. is like 4000 with all the toys and everything, but... This year, I counted like two thousand just with cash. Goodness gracious! And that's on top of the toys. This right, year. right. So yeah, so this is a picture of me and John. Uh, this was twenty twenty. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in working with him or volunteering with him, I know a long a lot of Long Islanders do work with right. him. <laughs> um. Just go on his website. It's jtcf.org. I'm going to pull it up right here. Yeah, definitely let people know how to contact. Yeah, so this is his website. It's jtcf.org. You can watch some of his videos on here. He does do a freaky 5K in October. I normally do a volunteer with that. You don't run it? You don't run the 5K? <laughs> no, I don't run it. <laughs> definitely I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I've done a few of them, but oh, yeah. as old as I am now, my joints and all, they, they can't handle all that. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, it's very cool because you can really see, like, the great people that come and visit. Like, it's all nice people. And it, they're all there for the same cause, too. So it's really nice. Well, I can tell you, you know, 17, 17 years old, you, you're doing so much. And again, that's why I wanted to have you out here because you do so much behind the scenes. And mm -hmm. uh, I think people need to realize everything, everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So Griffo Productions, where mm -hmm. where do you want that to go? I I don't know yet. Like I said, like, let's just see where the world takes us. Um. I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I don't know. Um, in college, I'm going to hope to work with the big company, but who knows? Maybe I could launch my own bigger company, a part of that big company. Right. 
like we, right. we could have it like an association with Griffith Productions. I don't know. Something like go. that. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd yeah. be great. Well, what other interests do you have outside of doing the production stuff? I know uh, you're going to be going to see the Islanders play. Uh, what no, the Rangers, not the Islanders. Oh, we the don't Rangers, like I'm the sorry. Islanders. I'm sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Like you, we yeah, I don't before. like that. I don't know a whole lot about hockey. <laughs> but uh, what other interests have you got out there? Um, I mean, I do like playing video games. Like that I do like to do. I don't know. Business. I've always been in business. Um, even when I was at camp, I was editing videos for the camp. Like I oh, always okay. did something. And I was 12 then or 13 then. And I was still working. Um, yeah, I've always just been in the industry. Well, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to, even though it's business and it's working, it's something fun for you, something yeah. you enjoy. And that's, it's a tough thing to try to find a job or something that is fun. And know? I also like, I would re much rather do this than working at uh, a storefront or like, Oh, no doubt. Year, so. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like me. I mean, being a police officer for 34 years, yeah, I, I couldn't see me going and sitting in an office every day, all day. It's nice to be able to get in that car and be out and about. And every day is different, Yeah, uh, but just having the freedom to go here, go there and do things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, it, it says a lot to be able to enjoy what you're doing. And when it gets to the point where it's no fun anymore, that's when you need to change direction. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the great thing about this industry too, is that you could be in many different fields in one industry. Cause I could be a camera operator. I could be in the control room. I could be in actual office editing. Right. I could just do advertisements, which barely needs editing and stuff like i could go wherever i want if i get sick of like this area <laughs> right it's just un it's unlimited opportunities and, and avenues mm -hmm. to explore and as time progresses it's going to open up even more and more and more and you know again it's hard for me to believe you're 17 years old and you can do all this because when i was 17 yeah i had no idea what i was going to do i was still yeah. trying to make my way through high school didn't know what path I was. I was just wondering if I was going to get into a college. And and I will say that is the one thing too that changed from even when my parents were little. They didn't have the option they do now, like with all the computers and everything. Right. So take advantage of that. Like what right. I'm doing. Like I don't even work with anyone that lives in the same area I work with. Right. Like nobody lives in the same town that I work with. My one friend, Dana, that I do the magazine with, she's in Florida. Oh, okay. My one client, Courtney, she was in California at the time. Now she's in Tennessee. Wow. I'm all over the place, and that we have the ability to do that nowadays. So take advantage of that. Right. And don't be afraid to ask questions. That's I've had to ask you plenty of questions. You're just telling me, hey, can you do this? I'm like, I have no idea how. You need to tell me how to do it. And <laughs> Just constantly asking you. So here's this 55-year-old guy asking a 17-year-old <laughs> how to do something. And um, that's one thing, too. If you have disabilities, don't feel afraid to ask nah. again. I know my one client, whatever, I, I have trouble with editing this one thing. I always confirm with her. I'm like, so you want this, not this, correct? Right. And she'll say yes. Then I know for sure that's what she wants. So if you get confused a little bit and... You don't remember because I know I have a. I for, tend to forget stuff a lot of lot with my ADHD because I'll the second I get off my computer and do something else, doing, I'll forget yeah. I was even editing. 
Right. <laughs> I, I'm very forgetful. So make sure you always confirm um, with it. And if you have to take medication, don't feel afraid. Talk yeah. to your doctor. I'm, I'm going to say this. I take medication myself when I'm in school. I, I don't take medication when I'm home, no. Um, but if you have to, talk to your doctor. Right. Do what you got to do to make yourself better. Well, and if well, Anthony, not, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming on. I know it's yeah. different being in front of the camera instead of yeah. behind the camera, but I, I felt like you had so much to share, and I wanted people to hear your story and learn more about you and Griffo Productions. And uh, I would again, if anybody's interested in contacting Anthony, um, shoot up your uh, shoot your information up there again one more time. Yeah. So if you go to my website www.griffoproductions.com. You will, and if you scroll all the way down, you could see the contact information and you could email me right through the website. Or if you don't want to do that, you could email me through Productions at hotmail.com. Cool. And that's Good deal. Well, the same way. Well, Anthony, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and hopefully we can uh, do this again. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Everybody, I want to thank you for being here. Thanks to Anthony for being here. And hopefully you get to hear his story. And uh, he's an amazing young man. And uh, just wanted to show you, if you can't get in touch with him, get in touch with me, uh, aaawareness12 at yahoo.com or check my website, a-betterunderstanding.com. I'll get you in touch with him. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hopefully you learned something and learned some things about Anthony uh, just to see what kind of remarkable man he is. So thank you for watching. Dad, thanks for watching. I love you and everybody take care.